Hello and thank you for joining us tonight for our time when we just we look to the Word of God concerning healing. And uh, as I've said to you each week, these teachings that I do each Sunday night are not just about uh, teaching, but they're about a time of ministry uh, and a time of receiving from God. And, we, and, and as the Spirit of God leads, we pray for the sick as well. And I, and I, I want to highlight that tonight because I have it on my heart to do something tonight that's more ministry focused rather than just teaching. I don't want to just teach at you. I want to teach some things by example. And uh, so I want to just encourage you, especially if you're listening to this, maybe to just find somewhere but where you can be a bit quiet and, and uh, focus on God a little bit tonight. Uh, we want to focus on receiving from God. Uh, I've done what I'm going to do tonight. I've done this before and, and people really enjoyed and received a lot from it. Uh, I want to spend some time meditating on the word of God together tonight. But particularly, I want us to meditate on the truths that I've been teaching in the last few weeks and on the scriptures. We've been talking about the life of God. We've been talking about that we are to walk in life. Now, you know, you can know truths in your head. And sometimes we know these truths as, as Christians, but we want to get them established in our hearts. And uh, it's, it's important that we take different truths in the Bible and we meditate on those scriptures. We allow them time to build those truths into us. We don't just want to know the information and have the knowledge in our heads. There, there's something incredibly powerful about meditating on the word. Now, when I say meditating, I'm not talking about meditating the way maybe some other groups meditate. But the Bible does talk about meditating on the word. And that word meditate, it means to, to revolve it around in the mind and to ponder it and, and, and even to speak it. Now, the Bible teaches us that we are to, supposed to have the word in our hearts and in our mouths. We're to get it established on the inside of us. And so one of the ways you do that is meditate on the word. God told Joshua, meditate on the word day and night. Uh, Psalm 1 talks about meditating on the word. And in fact, I believe if, if we'll learn to do this more, you, you'll find that the, 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 the word has a way of really building incredible strength into you in areas. And, and it's particularly if you believe in God for some things, but believe in God for healing. So I'm not going to rush tonight. I'm not going to teach tonight at you. I'm just laying a few minutes here of groundwork to explain what we're going to do. And then I want to encourage you to participate. And we're going to go through, we're going to, I'm going to read some of the scriptures that I've read over the last few weeks about the life of God. And I'm going to remind you of one or two things. And each time we read a scripture, we're going to pause and we're going to meditate on that truth together. And I'm going to encourage you to speak some things out. And I'm going to encourage you to, to really dwell on this truth, become strong in life and to, to really get a hold of the life of God and allow his life to touch every part of your being. You know, sometimes people say, how, how do you meditate on the word? Uh, or something else people say is, I don't know how to meditate on the word. They say, I, I really don't know how to do that. Well, actually, every human being on this planet is operating in the principles of meditating on things almost every moment of every day. We do know how to do it. We're just doing it in reverse. You see, our minds work with worry. 
our imaginations work. We think, we dwell on truths. Tr things revolve around in our mind, often worries and fears. And the more we dwell on those worries and fears, the more we sit and just think them over, you know, and, 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 and you know, someone gets a, b a bill through the post and then before they know it, they've, they've been thinking for the two hours, what am I going to do? I don't know how I'm going to pay that bill. How am I going to get through this? And, and, and then their imagination kicks in and they start imagining the creditors knocking at the door and they imagine someone taking their car and they're losing their home and all kinds of things. And, and their imagination works in line with their, 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 what they're thinking and dwelling on. And, and sometimes they're even speaking it. They're, they don't know what to do. And the more you think and imagine and speak of those negative things, the more afraid you get. Fear rises up on you and hopelessness and, and you don't know what you're going to do. See, you're meditating. That's what, that's what meditating is. That's what scriptural meditating follows those principles. Except we meditate on the word. God wants us to think. There's, there's so many scriptures which talk about think, what we think on. There's one scripture which talks about, I'm not going to quote it exactly, but to, it talks about whatever things are pure, whatever things are just, whatever things are holy, and it goes on. Think on those things. And sometimes we have to train ourselves to think. We have to train our minds and meditate, taking some time. Setting aside a little bit of time where you just quiet down, you just shut out a little bit of the hustle and bustle of the day, maybe in a quiet room by yourself, and you begin to meditate on the word. Uh, and this can work alongside prayer, but it's also something, in a, in, a, in, a, in a sense, an additional thing as well as prayer. Sometimes people just pray, they never meditate on the word. So uh, we, we, I want to teach you how to do this. I want to show you how to do this. And, and, and like I said, Follow my example. Go with me tonight. I've done this before and, and, and people still ask me, you know, for the links. Where's that link on YouTube when you when you, we've meditated together on healing? Well, we're doing another one tonight. But specifically, we're going to meditate on life. Life. The life of God. Because this is what we've been talking about. And I believe that as you do this, as we meditate on life, that life that God has put in your spirit, His life is in you. That life that is in you can begin to rise strong and your faith can connect in with that. And that life can begin to touch parts of your body just as you meditate on the word. So don't turn off and think, oh man, I was coming for a teaching tonight. I am teaching you. I'm just not teaching at you. I'm teaching by example tonight. I'm going to show you. Uh, Romans chapter 10 tells us that the word is to be in our mouths and in our hearts. How do we get it in our hearts? Well, meditating on it is one of the ways we do that. So let's do this. Let's do this. As I said, I want to minister tonight. And I, I want to encourage you to connect up uh, and, and do this with me. Don't just watch me do this. And you might even want to take this recording afterwards and do this again and again and again, just to help you sometimes to, 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 to give you a, a, a starting point to show you how to meditate on the word. See, I do this in my own life. I spend time. I dwell on truths. When God begins to show me a truth, I dwell on it. Sometimes we forget truths. God shows us something, and by the next day, we're on another truth, and we're on another truth, and we're on another truth. We forget things, and they don't get built into us. So sometimes when the Spirit of God is really dealing with me and showing me in an area, I'll take time to meditate on those truths. And I'll take time to just sit quietly, and I'll begin to thank God, and I'll speak out what those scriptures are saying. 
and, and just like I'm going to do it. And this isn't something to rush. So with all that as the foundation, just a few minutes, just to give you an idea. Let's do this. Let's do this tonight. Let's take 20 minutes to meditate on the word together tonight. And I believe if you'll, if you'll focus yourself, you'll do this right, it'll have an effect on you. It will have an effect on you. The life of God will rise up. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read a scripture. And these are scriptures we've looked at already uh, over the last few weeks. So I'm going to go back and we're going to pick out some of those scriptures. I'm going to read those scriptures and we're going to draw out a truth out of that scripture. And then we're going to meditate together on that truth. And we'll do that for a few minutes. And then we'll, then I'll, then we'll, then I'll read you another scripture. And we'll do the same thing. We'll draw a truth out and we'll begin to meditate together on that truth. So we're not rushing. We're dwelling on these things that tonight. This is a time of ministry. This is a time to receive. So open your heart and let the Spirit of God minister to you as you, as you build your, His Word into your heart tonight. And, and, and get your thinking on His Word and get your mind focused on the, what His Word says. You might even want to open your Bibles and look at these scriptures as I read them as well. So your eyes see them too. And, and, and as I read them, and then we're going to dwell on it together. And I want, I'm, going to, I'm going to start saying some things, making some confessions based upon that scripture. And what I'm going to encourage you to do tonight with me is wherever you are, speak it out with me. Begin to say, I'll say something and then you say it. Repeat it with me. Speak it out. And then put your faith in what you're saying. Don't just speak it out like a parrot, just copying me. Close your eyes, dwell on it, think about it, speak it out, and believe what you're saying as you say it. So let's, let's, let's just start first on Romans, Romans chapter 4. Now, just before I say this, let me say this again in case you're just joining us. I'm not teaching at us, at you tonight. I'm teaching by example. I want to show you how to meditate on the Word. Now, I believe... The Spirit of God specifically put this on my heart to do tonight. I, I, I search God every time I teach for what to teach. And I just pull messages out. And I search and I wait until I get that unction in my heart that this is the right thing to do. And, and as I was waiting for what to teach tonight, this is what the Spirit of God put on my heart. Meditate on the truths you've been teaching them. Show them how to meditate on this. We need to meditate on life. The enemy, the enemy gets us meditating on death and sickness so much that as Christians, we need to learn how to meditate on the truths of life. So let's go for it. Let me read you Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. And as we do this, as I read these scriptures, as, I med as, as, I, as we meditate on these truths, I believe the Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit's with me and the Holy Spirit's with you. And his presence will come upon you as you begin to meditate on the word. And he'll begin to minister these, the, the life to you. And, and with that life can come healing. With that life can come strength. Amen. So let's go, let's go to Romans chapter 4 verse 17. And uh, we're going to draw out one, one phrase out of this verse and meditate on it says this, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Now, God was speaking that to Abraham. In the presence of him whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead. God who gives life to the dead. 
Some translations say quickens the dead. God, he, he has resurrection power. He can bring dead back to life. He can bring dead body parts back to life. He can bring dead cells back to life. He can bring, bring dead organs, dead, dead legs and muscles and any dead anything. He can bring it back to life. Resurrection power comes from him. So the first truth I want to, to meditate on is that phrase, God who gives life to the dead. And, and in this, we see the source of life. Where does that life come from? It comes from him. He is the God who gives life to the dead. He is the God who releases life. So I want to encourage you, close your eyes with me for a moment here. Let's meditate on this truth. Let's meditate on God who gives life to the dead. And say some of these things I'm about to say. Speak this as well. Dwell on this truth. Just that one phrase, God who gives life to the dead. Let's do this. Heavenly Father God, we recognize you are the God of life. You are the God who gives life to the dead. Now speak that out. Speak that out. God, you are the God of life. You give life to the dead. You, you quicken. You, are the, you, you have the power to bring things back to life. Father God, you are the God who gives life to the dead. Your word says that. I believe it and I speak it. You are the God who gives life to the dead. And Father, I thank you that you give life to me. Let's, let's personalize it now. If you're just joining us, join in with us. I'm not teaching at you tonight. We're meditating on the word together. We're taking truths. We're meditating on scriptures. So just speak this out with me. We're taking Romans 4.17, God who gives life to the dead. And, for, and, and personalize it. Father God, I thank you that you give life to me. Thank you, Father God, for the life, the life, life that you give me. And I look to you as the source of life. I look to you for, for my very life because you are the God who gives life. My life's not independent of you. You are my life source. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you said in Romans 4, 17, that you are the God who gives life. And I receive that. I thank you for that. Thank you for your life in me right now. Thank you that your life is in my body. Your life. You give life to my mind. You give life to my body. You have given life to my spirit. Now, if you're doing this right, you'll already begin to sense the spirit of God. Just connecting in with the word. As you speak it out. This is how you meditate on the word. This is how you do this. You could, we could just sit on that one for, for an hour. So people rush. We're in, we're in the rush generation. Teach me something new. Show me something new. Sometimes we got to just stop. 
Sometimes we just need to pause. We need to open the word. We need to look into a scripture. Don't just read it, but begin to meditate on it. Begin to think about, begin to let it just really settle into your mind. You are the God who gives life to the dead. That means you have the power to bring resurrection. You can raise, you can quicken, you can bring things back to life. Some of you, if you've got body parts and you've got areas of your body that you need a touch from God and there's death working in there, man, this should excite you. You look at it, you can begin to say, those legs, God is the God who brings those legs back to life. God is the God who brings those organs back to life. God releases life where there's been death. Where death has been working in my, my kidneys or my liver. God, I thank you that you bring life. Thank you, Father God, for releasing life into my kidneys, life into my liver, life. You are the God who gives life. And I thank you, Father, for that. Spend time on that. Spend time dwelling on that. Let's add on top of that another scripture. Let's look at something else, another scripture in the word. And these scriptures, we know them. But we need to become more aware of life more aware of his life. Let me read what Jesus said in John 10, and we're going to meditate on this. I'm going to read you two verses. They similar ideas. John 10, Jesus says, The thief does not come to come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come, this is Jesus speaking, Jesus, I have come that they may have life. And that they may have it more abundantly. We can focus on that bit. But let's just let's take that first bit. Jesus. Jesus has come. Now personalize it. As you meditate on this, personalize it. Because you're going to see your faith begins to rise up as you do this. Jesus has come that I might have life. Thank you, Jesus, that you came. To give me life. You came that I might have life. Thank you, Jesus. That's why you came. You came that I might have life. Now say this with me. Meditate on the word with me. Just dwell on that. Speak that out again. Don't rush past these truths. Father God, I thank you that you sent Jesus. That I might have life. And I, re I receive that life now. You've given me life. Jesus came that I might have life. And I receive that life. That life is in me now. That life is released to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You said, I have come that they may have life. And now that's, that's true. You've come so we can have life. Thank you, Father God, that I have received that life that you came to give. Thank you that life is working in me. And that life, let's put these scriptures together now, that life has the power to drive out death and to bring things back to life. 
This is good. This is good. So Christians, we haven't seen the power of doing this, the importance of doing this. We don't do this enough. Dwell on the scriptures. Let me read you a couple more things connected to this that Jesus said. John 3. For whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. You can know that scripture so well in your head that you lose the power of it. I believe in him. Let's personalize it. Whoever believes in him, that's me. I believe in him. I believe in him. So what did it say about someone who believes in him? He says, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. There's a release of life. Father, I thank you. I am not going to perish. I, because you have given me eternal life. Because I believe in him. Speak this out with me. Because I believe in him. He says that whoever believes in him should not perish. <laughs> so because I believe in him, I know I'm not going to perish, but I have been given life. The life of God has come into me because I believe in him. I believe in him. Let me add one more on top of this because these truths are so similar. John 5, 24. John 5, 24 says this. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word. Well, that's me. That's you. I've heard the word. And you've read the word. You've heard the word too. You're listening right now as I quote the word. So you're hearing the word. I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me. Well, do you believe in him who sent Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus? Well, we believe. So we are. So this means this scripture applies to us because I've heard the word and I believe in him who sent Jesus. So what did Jesus say? He who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Let's take that last phrase. Because he says, if you've heard my word and you've believed in him who sent me, then this applies to you. I have passed from death into life. I've, uh, we, we, when we studied that, we saw that's a transfer. I've changed locations. I have passed from death into life. So if I, let's meditate on this together. Speak this out with me. I have passed from death into life. Let's do that again. I have passed from death into life. I am in life. I have received life. Jesus came to give me life and I have received life and I have passed from death into life. Now, if I've passed from death into life, that means I'm no longer under the control of death anymore. I'm out of death's jurisdiction. <laughs> I am in life. I am in the kingdom of life. I'm in the realm of life. 
I am connected to the God of life, the God who gives life. I am in life and life is in me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I have passed from death to life. This, this isn't just saying this is something that's going to happen one day. It says, he who believes in him who sent me has passed from death into life. Now, someone might say, oh, yes, you see, with all of these scriptures you're reading, they're talking about spiritual eternal life. Yes, that's okay. I'm not arguing that. Meditate on it. Meditate on it. Because then we're going to read one in a moment, which will show you the effect that that life will have on your body. But let's just dwell on this. Let's, let this become real to you. Let the truth of life and eternal life dwell on it. Meditate on it. Let it become real to you on the inside as you dwell on these scriptures. And begin to say, Father, I thank you. I'm no longer in death because I have passed from death to life. Because I believe. I believe and therefore I have passed from death into life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the reality of that truth. Thank you for the reality that I am in life now. I am in life. I am, I, I am connected into life, the life of God. And that life is affecting every part of my being. Because I have passed from death into life it means I'm no longer in death. These things that I'm saying, say them with me, means I'm no longer in death. I'm no longer in death. I have passed from death to life. I'm in life now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you for the, this incredible truth. I'm no longer in death. I've passed from death into life. And the previous scripture, whoever believes in him should not perish. Lord, you said whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have life, eternal life. I'm no longer under death. I'm no longer in death. I am in life. I am in your life. And your life is in me. These truths need to become a lot more real to Christians. This is why sometimes we, we hear things, we, 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 we hear the word taught, but then we just rush on to the next subject and we don't dwell. We don't do what the word says, which is meditate in the word. Let, these, let the truths begin to penetrate into your thinking and into your heart and into your believing. So you dwell on it and the reality and the power of this truth begins to cause faith to rise up in you. Faith in life. A lot of people have faith in death. They've got a lot of confidence in death. Let's begin to have faith in life. Let's say this one again in this verse. Father, I thank you. Say this with me. Father, I thank you that I have passed from death into life because I believe in him. I believe in him 
And that means I have passed from death into life. I'm in life now. I am in life. I am in the life of God. The life of God is in me. Let's, let's, let's read Romans chapter 8. This is the one. We'll, we'll, we'll end on this one tonight. This one is specifically about healing in the body. And I've mentioned it in the last few weeks. So let's meditate on it. Let's dwell on this. And I, I, I hope that you're staying with me as I'm doing these teachings. And I hope you're doing this. And I hope you're letting the word dwell on the word. Take the time. To sit on this. Take the time to meditate on this. Spend time tonight and tomorrow meditating on the fact that I'm, I have passed from death to life. Those who believe in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. I'm in the kingdom of life now. Now let's read Romans 8 verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. This, my body, through his spirit who dwells in you. So let's start on that. Where does that life come from? It comes from the Holy Spirit who lives in me. So let's, let's take a moment dwell on that truth. Father, I thank you that your spirit is in me. Speak this out with me. Meditate on this. Your spirit dwells on the inside of me. I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are in me. The spirit of God is in me. And because you dwell in me, you give life to my body. I thank you. I receive that. I thank you. According to what the word says, the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, just like you raised Jesus' body, you give life to my body. Thank you. The spirit of God, that's the one who dwells in me. Speak this out. Say this. The one who dwells in me, the spirit of God who dwells and lives in me, is giving life. To my body. He's filling my body with life. Life is coming from the Spirit of God into my body. According to the scriptures. And I speak in line with those scriptures. I believe that scripture. I put my faith in that scripture and I speak it. As the Bible says, get the word in your heart and in your mouth. So, Father, I thank you. The Spirit of God, the, the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is quickening my body, is bringing life into my body. Life is being released into my body right now. And I receive it. I put my faith in that. I believe that. I believe that your life is filling me, your life. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, that the Spirit of God in me, the Spirit of God in me is giving life to my body right now. Life. 
life. The God who gives life to the dead is releasing life into my organs, releasing life into every part of me. I put my faith in that. I believe that, Father. And, and life is driving death out. His life in me is driving death out of my body. Where there's been death, his life is bringing things back to life. Father, I thank you for that. I thank you, Lord. Thank you that your life is working in me. Thank you that you are giving life to my body. Now, I'm personalizing because I want you to personalize it. Thank you, Father. As we meditate upon your word. Let's take the, just take a moment more to do this. Just a moment more. See, sometimes we, are, we rush too much as Christians. The Bible says, be still and know that I'm God. A lot of us have lost that concept. We don't know how to sit still anymore because we've always got something more to do. Sometimes that's why we're not getting the power of the word of God working in our lives because we're not taking the time to just sit and meditate on it for a bit. It's what we're doing tonight. I'm not teaching at you. I'm teaching by example. Let's take this scripture one more time because this is about healing. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. Let me read that scripture to you again and then let's meditate on it again. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, dwells, lives in you. Who lives in me? The Spirit of God lives in me. Say that. The Spirit of God lives in me. He lives, He dwells on the inside of me. Who, who is that Spirit of God? Well, in this passage, it's the Spirit of Him that raised Jesus from the dead. So let's say that. The same Spirit that resurrected Jesus' body lives in me. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of me. And he'll do the same thing to me. <laughs> That's the whole point of the verse. He, he'll, he, he brings life to my body just like he brought life to Jesus' body. Thank you, Father. The same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of me. That means there's resurrection life inside of me. There's resurrection power inside of me. Thank you, Father God. Your resurrection life, your, your life-giving spirit. Let's say that. The life-giving spirit is dwelling within me. As you let that truth sink in, then, then look at the next part of it. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. <laughs> so let's dwell on that. Let's, let's close off just for a minute on that before we close. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. That same spirit that gave life to Jesus' body. Speak this with me. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The same spirit that breathed life back into his body is in me. And just like he gave life to Jesus' body, he gives life to my body. That's what Romans 8, 11 tells us. 
Thank you that you are giving the spirit. Let's say thank you that the spirit of God in me is giving life to my body. Now make a habit of saying that the spirit of God in me is giving life to my body today, tonight. As I sleep, the spirit of God in me is giving life to my body. As I go about my business tomorrow, the spirit of God in me is giving life to my body. As I go about through the week, every day this week, speak it, the spirit of God in me, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. What's he doing in me? He's giving life to my body. Life, life, life. Life is being released into my body by the Spirit of God who dwells in me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for these truths. Thank you for the power of these truths. Father, I just pray. I pray for the people that have been listening to I pray that people just get a hold of this. This is a little bit of a different teaching. It's a little bit different tonight. But I just pray that people's minds won't get distracted and bored and think, oh, I just came to hear a good lesson. No, 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 no. No, you need to let you need to pause. You need to stop for a moment. You need to take time to dwell on the scriptures. Spend time dwelling on a truth and let it build on the inside of you so that God can minister the power of that truth to you. Connect your faith to those truths. Don't rush them. And as you meditate, as you dwell on, as you speak the word like this, your faith will rise up and, 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 and things will begin to happen. So, Father, we thank you for that. We give you the glory. You are the healer. You are the life giver. You are the source of life. And Father, I thank you for that tonight in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord God, that I believe some people are going to get touched by and receive from this and they're going to get it. And they're going to quieten their minds, their minds which want to get bored and want to run off somewhere else and hear something new. They're going to say, whoa, 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 I need to pause. I need to listen. I need to just start doing this more. And as I do, as you do, the Spirit of God, the presence of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit, as you meditate on the Word, the presence of the Holy Spirit will minister to you in areas that you've been needing his touch in. And we thank you, Lord. We give you the glory for that. We give you all the honor and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you. And some of you might want to take this and listen to this a few times. And uh, get a hold of what I'm saying there. And meditate on this with me a few times. And then take these truths and just begin to do this more in your life each day. Take some time. Take a few minutes each day. You'll be amazed at the effect the Word of God will have on you if you will meditate on it. I've only just given you a glimmer tonight. Just giving you a little bit of a how-to. But as you take the Word of God, as you do this in your own life, you'll find things start to work and the power of the Word and your faith in the Word of God rises up more and more. As you put the word in your mouth and in your heart and as you meditate on it. Amen. So God bless you. We will see you again. Again next Sunday for, for some teaching on healing. Tomorrow, next week, we'll do whatever the Spirit of God leads. This is what I believe God led us to do tonight. And, and 
This week, I'm still doing the devotional teachings Monday to Friday, 9.30 a.m., 15 minutes. So if you want to join us for those through this week, you're welcome to as well. God bless you. And thank you, Lord, for your life that's working in us today. In the name of Jesus. Amen.